welcome to the Brown Skin Mom podcast, the number one podcast for brown skin moms to discuss breastfeeding, parenting, lifestyle, and business while answering all of your mommy questions. Join me as we enter the hood, the motherhood. Hey moms, as we know, life happens. So life happened with the Brown Skin Mom podcast. Um, You know that the month of June was dedicated to fathers and we had um, Papa Bear on and uh, Belief in Fatherhood on. And there was one father that I really wanted to get on the podcast, but our schedules conflicted. And that was Sean Williams from the Dad Gang. So I was able to get him on in August and then our computer crashed. Um, so this has pushed his interview back to October once we've gotten everything fixed. And so now we have a special midweek release of the Brown Skin Mom podcast with Sean Williams of the Dad Gang. And the Dad Gang is a group of active black fathers who aim to change the way the world views black fatherhood and defy misleading negative stereotypes that surround it. They shatter myths and celebrate this amazing journey every day. Uh, They are here to show the world that black fathers do exist and take an active role in raising their children. The dad gang aims to encourage, support, and share tips as well as experiences that can help fathers from all walks of life become better dads. Welcome Sean Williams to the Brown Skin Mom Podcast Moms. We are live. I want to say um, good morning again to Sean Williams of the Dad Gang. How are you doing? Good morning. Um, so before we even, I mean, just cracking into it, who is Sean from the Dad Gang and what, how many kids do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that's uh, an obvious first question, right? Okay, so, Sean, um, yeah, I have three kids. Um, okay. One is 13 from a okay. previous uh, relationship. And then I have two others, uh, two and a half and one and a half. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. My boy being the youngest. And um, yeah, I uh, just an active black dad just here doing my thing. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Um, that's just me. All right. So how did the dad gang come to be? So the dad gang, um, I started in... That would be late 2016, <clears throat> shortly okay. after having my second child, my daughter, Cameron. Okay. And um, pretty much I um, I live in a pretty suburban neighborhood. I'm way out east in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, after having her, you know, I'd be out. As I said, I'm very active. So I, I do a lot with them, whether it's going mm-hmm. to the groceries or just running, you know, errands or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had this little girl with me and I'd be in, you know, maybe a grocery, I think it was a grocery. I was actually doing some grocery shopping and I remember, uh, you know, just showing her the fruit and picking up, you know, saying, you know, Cam, what's that? And, you know, she was very active. She's, if you ask me, she's a genius, but <laughs> every, every right, right. Yeah, we all feel that way. <laughs> yeah. So um, what I did notice was I was getting a lot of compliments, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, wow, she's so smart. She's so beautiful. But I was also getting a lot of compliments that seemed to me like they were surprised to see me be out mm-hmm. and active with her. And again, I, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a racist, but I would say, you know, it was a, a lot of our, you know, 
white mm-hmm. people were just looking mm-hmm. at me like, here's this young guy with this daughter, right? And, uh, you know, going through the produce aisle and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, and you know what, too, it was, it, it's a grocery that I go to all the time. Mm-hmm. So they saw me there frequently. So okay. it happened a lot. And these compliments were coming in. At first, I took the compliments and, it, you know, it didn't bother me. But when I realized what they were complimenting was the fact that I was just active, period, mm-hmm. is when I, you know, sort of took offense. And I, I noticed a shock in, and not not even just there, like a lot of places I went, I just noticed shock, like a lot of, and, you know, it's, it's 2018. Well, at that, mm-hmm. at that point, it's 2016, and you would think they would have seen black, young black guys being active dads right. before, but their shock is what really made me start the dad game. That was something mm-hmm. I knew at that point, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just me. I'm not just a single, I'm not a unicorn. You know what I mean? I have a lot of friends, right. you know, we're, um, we're in that stage where a lot of us are getting married and having children and everybody I know is very active, mm-hmm. you know? So we just wanted to kind of just change that stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. that's how it started. Okay. What is the mission of the dad game? So the mission is, number one, to change the world's perception of Black fathers. Okay. You know, we are active, we are present, we are engaging, we are involved, we are raising our children. So the overall mission was, it started as just to, you know, change change, change your identity, well, not change your identity, but restore the identity of Black fathers and okay. change the way we're perceived to the world. Um, I mean, since since then, it's really grown in terms of, you know, creating a community vibe, um, supporting other dads, you know, whether it be via advice or, you know, we do dope dad link ups. We've done play dates. We've done brunches. We have a lot more coming. But um, the mission now is to just continue to support black dads while we change the way the world views us. Okay, awesome. I, I definitely have a question about that. Sure. So you bringing up that that is the mission of the dad game um, plays right into that. How is so so the dad game is I guess changing the face of black fatherhood or helping to change what people perceive black fatherhood to be. Absolutely. Um, by sh- what showing that black fathers are active, you guys do play very dates. Much, very much so. Um, I've seen the brunch. I know I can't get in on that brunch, but like if it comes to Chicago, I will be sending somebody. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I guess what is your view on how millennial black fathers are kind of changing the face of black fatherhood? Well, millennial black fathers, I think we're at a point where we are probably the most active mm-hmm. generation of fathers, uh, you know, for the culture and just period. I mean, with things like social media, here's the funny thing about social media and the whole deadbeat dad stigma. You can't really be a deadbeat dad the way you could have you know, mm-hmm. you been a deadbeat dad back in the day. Not that I was one, period, but right. with things like social media, you can really expect, you know, the mother of your child to call you out if you over there flossing. So right. that already alone can, you know, changes how people approach parenthood because accountability mm-hmm. comes into play. You know, if they mm-hmm. can record a police officer doing whatever, you know, they can damn sure record you, you know what I'm saying? Or the, right. your absence or whatnot. So, right. but um, aside from that, I think millennial uh, dads are, you know, with, with things like social media, you show pride in what you love. So if, mm-hmm. if it's a car, if it's a house, you show your compliments. 
So seeing these young guys become fatherhood, become fathers, they they're they're so quick to you know put it out there and show how proud they are. So we're definitely a more proud generation. And mm-hmm. the fact that we see other dads doing things that inspires us or it inspires our entire generation to do more. You know, it might it might be places we've gone, play dates we've done, or things, activities mm-hmm. you do with your kids. So these millennial dads are really using social media as a resource. Um, you know, a, a source of just new ideas and new things right. and you know, new ways to parent. So I think um, that's really how it changes the game for millennial dads. Okay. Okay. Um, and I definitely agree with what you're saying because I, I know I read an article a while back that um, said exactly what you said, that millennial oh, yeah. fathers are more active than fathers in previous generations. Absolutely. Um, so, Sean, dad to three, little humans well you know 13 year old is not such a little human but what do you love most about fatherhood oh man um what do i love most that's a broad question because (laughs) honestly you couldn't have a bigger fan club you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like your family is really they can be your friends you know what i mean they're they're your Mm -hmm. people they're your your motivation so i think um with every child that came, I had a bigger motivation. So now at three kids, I have three children that look at me as, you know, provider, protector, the funniest mm-hmm. guy in the world, the strongest guy in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm really just trying to live up to what I assume they're seeing, you know? So okay. I think the thing I love the most is the motivation I get from them. Okay. What are some challenges that you faced in your fatherhood journey? Oh, challenges. Um, I think uh, time, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to schedule things. You know, the, when you have when you have kids, you automatically. I mean, they say we be on black people time. But when you have kids, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like black people time times. Right. You know what oh. I mean? So I'd, time I'd, management yeah. <laughs> is a huge struggle of mine. And I was already not the most <laughs> timely guy in the world. So mm-hmm. that's been the biggest struggle. Okay. Okay. Um, and that just made me think about something else, which totally went, uh, my mind went blank. Okay. So you have two toddlers and I'm, I know I'm in the toddler years myself. So, um, you have two toddlers and you have a teenager. So for some dads out there that are new fathers, they're just entering the newborn infant toddler stage. What is some advice that you would throw out to them? Some advice. Um, I would say savor every moment. Um, you know, I'm big. I'm big on taking pictures and taking videos of almost everything because, you know, as they're the young ones, as you would know, it, it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So not even for Instagram, really for yourself. I take a lot of pictures and videos for myself. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I can look at when I'm at work or, or just, as I said, they're my motivation. So I use those videos. I use those pictures whenever mm-hmm. I need it. So I would, I would definitely suggest, you know, capture as much as you can, you know, mm-hmm. cause the young ones grow up really fast. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's so much I could say. It's such a broad question. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll leave it there, you know? Okay. Take as, okay. Take as much as you can. Take as much. Okay. Um, so let's see. Um, I know, and I think I've I've asked I have belief on um, 
uh, in June, and he mentioned this, um, being a father of girls and boys. Mm -hmm. And right now we're kind of in the Me Too era. Mm -hmm. So um, consent and, and... making sure that our children understand what consent is Absolutely. is a huge thing right now. Um, so I guess what are your thoughts on teaching your children, um, girls and boys, about consent as they get older? Um, I think it's very important. And I think with a 13-year-old, you know, she um, she's in their prepubescent stage. Mm-hmm. It's very important to, I guess you got to be very honest and open with them. To, mm-hmm. to build that trust, you know what I mean? You, after you build that trust, you can then say a lot of different things that uh, I think my parents didn't tell me. You know, the sex mm-hmm. conversation is very taboo. I mm-hmm. think the uh, older generations of parents, they were very, you know, they weren't as open about certain things. Like they might tell us about sex, but when you hear about a sexual position or you hear about, you know, different things, to me, it was like, like what? But mm-hmm. I think now, Aside from before I touch consent, I just think you you need to talk about a lot more because the exposure level of kids today, they're going to see a lot, whether it's Facebook, whether, again, this social media is like taking over the world. So they're going to see a lot that you might not even be able to protect them from. Mm -hmm. So one, you know, just just putting making making sure they're aware of certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, certain things that might be uncomfortable to talk about. You got to make them aware and then you got to tell them. Um, in terms of consent, it's about, it's really about, I would say, you, you, they have to be comfortable in their own skin. Right. You know what I mean? The more comfortable they are, the more they would understand how, what to give consent for and not, you know what I'm saying, what not to give consent for. You know, right. so it's about making them comfortable. They're where they have these body parts. You know what I mean? They're going to be out there with a bunch of, other kids with other body, you know, strangers and right. you know, hormones can flare, but yeah, you, you teach them about themselves. You teach them to be comfortable with themselves. You teach them about the dangers and awareness. And um, you really just got to trust that you've given them the, all the tools they need to make the right decisions right. when it comes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely agree. Um, keeping the lines of communication open and educating them yeah. um, to the best of your abilities will definitely, definitely help. Um, so let's see here. Um, so you do the, the Dope Dads Only Brunch. Mm-hmm. You're in New York. Yeah, we're in New York. I'm in Chicago. Like I said, so is there, are we traveling with the brunch? What's oh, going yeah. on? Oh, yeah. We, okay. um, we, got, we got big plans for the brunch. Um, well, we only did one so far, which was really just okay. interested to see how, how it would do. And it did really well. Okay. Um, I remember asking where else did we, you know, where else would guys want us to come? And we got D.C., we got... Philly, we got a bunch of dads that are saying come to our city. So we definitely do plan on um, taking it on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a few things we wanted to get out in New York, being as I'm based in New York, that we're going to do first. But um, I think 2019 will be a pivotal year for the dad gang. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to expand a lot. So you should definitely see us coming out to your city soon. Okay, great, great. So Father's Day, we're still in the month of July. Father's Day was last month. Um, how was your Father's Day? Was it perfect? I'm sure it was always, it's always perfect with your children around. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, I, I'm one, I love to say Father's Day is like every day. 
You okay. Know? Awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The reward. I mean, you know, kid, the, the babies. They don't. You, we can't really look forward to any special gifts unless it's from our counterparts. You know what I'm saying? But right. Yeah, Father's Day is like every day when you're looking at them smile, it's just another reason for them to jump on you and celebrate you. You know what I mean? Right. But if you're doing what you're doing, if you're if you're an actual dope dad, you're getting celebrated every day. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So okay. yeah. Uh something I mentioned before we started recording. Um, shit they didn't tell you about fatherhood. What are some things that I guess in your fatherhood journey popped up that kind of took you by surprise? Hmm. You know what? Um, they didn't tell you how sensitive you can get. They always describe the, the the moms as being super sensitive and, you know, just emotional or whatnot. And now I'm not saying I'm super sensitive or emotional. My mm-hmm. wife would laugh at that. She would really laugh at that. But, <laughs> you know, those moments when they hit those milestones, you get a lump in your throat, too. You know what I mean? Right, so right. you're thinking I'm, I'm some masculine dude. Not that it has anything to do with masculinity, but you you don't know that you don't know until it hits you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when they make those first steps, how you're going to react or right. see your child being born, how you're going to react. So I would say, you know, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They turn you into mush. There's really nothing you could do about it, but <laughs> embrace mm-hmm. it as it comes. You know, I think the, the turning into mush. Is oh, yeah. Because my partner, every time our daughter does something, he's, oh, oh, I'm so amazed. I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like. And right. I mean, it, it's something you don't even know you have in you until you're in right. that position. So what kind of event? I know we just discussed the uh, the Dope Dads Only brunch or the Dads Only brunch. Um, what other kind of events or collaborations do you have coming up? Oh, man, we got so many. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm going to say it now, although we haven't even put it out yet. But we have um, a stroller derby. We're going to be headed oh, out with all our strollers. Wow. Yeah, we got a lot of okay. cool things coming. Um, so we're taking a big walk with all our strollers, all our kids, a bunch of dads. Um, we have uh, a dad boot camp coming up. Okay. Where we're going to be just doing some physical stuff. We have a trainer who's also a dad. And just dad workouts with the babies or whatnot. We have, um, what else we got going? I, I'm really excited about this. I really shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Have, um, <laughs> one of our hashtags we use is a dad hair day. Where, okay. You know, when we do hair, you know, whether it's braids oh, okay. or even even with um our sons, you know, what I'm saying once we, if we're mm-hmm. doing the hair, we hashtag it a dad hair day. So we okay. actually have um a hair workshop coming up, okay. and I don't want to say who we're who's sponsoring because it's not solidified yet. But right, right, yeah, it's a, a dad hair day hair workshop for you know dope dads, wow. and uh, yeah, that should be pretty good. But wow. yeah, we got a lot. We're trying to, you know, add skills. To everything right. we do so whether it's okay. a walk whether it's whatever it is you're going to learn something as well okay so with the dad hair day i know a lot of moms will probably wonder can we get a webinar for this because i know every dad in the country can't travel to new york to get in on this so yeah uh, yeah we we, we want to be able to show it to everyone okay um, so i'm not sure how we're going to do it but it's in the works it's, okay. it's definitely in the works okay that that sounds interesting i would love to take a look at that oh yeah um so where can we find the dad gang i know on instagram facebook give us your website and things like that the website is uh simply the dadgang.com um yeah instagram facebook yeah that's pretty much it you know you can find us there um you can reach out to us there someone is always behind that instagram and uh the email uh the dadgang at gmail 
for mm -hmm. info at the dadgang.com. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so before we part, um, are there any um, is any wisdom or anything that you may want to drop on fathers and mothers? Because I do have a lot of mothers that listen to my podcast. Um, any words of advice or wisdom that you want to close with? Well, a couple things. Um, I always like to put a few notes on the page. And, you know, I just want to say good parenting takes sacrifice. You mm -hmm. know, it does take sacrifice to be a good parent. But also a couple things, too. A lot of dads beat themselves up if they can't provide certain things or do certain things. And they might think that they're not dope or not. I am, you know, we have that trick that says I am dad goes. And mm -hmm. some people I feel shy away because of the, you know, a, 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 a guy mm -hmm. once told me, he said it sounded kind of too cocky. And I'm like, you know, why would that sound too cocky? You know, mm -hmm. you, what do you think is dad mm -hmm. goes? What are, what are your parameters? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. because you don't have to be perfect to be a great dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You don't have to make all the money in the world to be a great dad. You don't have to buy presents, but you do have to be present. There are a few things you have to do. And I'm pretty sure if you're doing what you have to do for your kid, you are dad goals. Right. So I would say stay confident, do everything within your power and be dad goals every day. Be mom goals every day. Right. You know what I mean? And, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off with anything no, else. I mean, that's it. That's it. Okay. So speaking of dad goals, what are some dad goals or, okay. So I'll make this a two part question. What are some dad goals for you and your fatherhood journey? And who is dad goals for Sean of the dad gang? Look up to. I'd say what I should answer first. I'm going to say who first. <laughs> and I know everybody is going to agree with me right now. Will Smith? Yeah. Next level. <laughs> right. Next level. Right. Um, Diddy. Mm -hmm. Next level. Um, what I'm looking at, what, what, when I say dad goals, I look at connections with the kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like what kind of connections they have, what kind of bond did they foster with their mm -hmm. daughters or with their sons or whatnot. Um, those are just a couple off the top of my head. But really, Will Smith, I loved, I loved, I love how he approaches his entire family. So, right. you know, he's like dad goals to me. If I could do that. <laughs> right. You know? uh, what was the next question? What are some the other question? What, what are some of your dad goals for your um fatherhood journey um so my dad goes uh well you want to keep them smiling but you also and i take this really from my mom mm -hmm. being as i have multiple i have three children so there's a way you really have to develop your own relationship with each kid you know what mm -hmm. i mean they're not the same so i think um some dad goals would be to really pay attention to your kids individually if you have more than one mm -hmm. and uh to promote their strengths you know what i mean mm -hmm. help them develop all their strengths but and you can foster that bond by really looking to see what they like or mm -hmm. whatever have you. So each kid is going to be different. Don't lump them together. Don't right. think you could raise the same kid three times because <laughs> it's not probably not going to happen. But um, yeah. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you very much for being a part of the Brown Skin Mom podcast. You're welcome. You're I'm very glad welcome. Thank we're you. We're finally able to link up and make yeah, this happen. Yeah. Thank you for um, having me. You are very welcome. Very welcome. Once again, thanks to Sean Williams of the Dad Gang for being a part of the Brown Skin Mom podcast. I enjoyed speaking with you. Um, moms, if you have some time, definitely go check out the Dad Gang on Instagram and at thedadgang.com. 
If you like what you've heard today or any other day when you've listened to the Brown Skin Mom podcast, be sure to um, leave a five-star rating on Apple iTunes, subscribe to Google Play, and leave a review. Uh, Greatly appreciate you taking the time out to listen, and I'd love to receive your feedback. You have just listened to the Brown Skin Mom podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace, mamas. Thank you.